Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, y'all, I'm back. The damn thing, it looked like it was not recording. Like the numbers was not going up and I wish I wouldn't have stopped it because it was recording. But anyways, honey, this is when Big Toenail Head and Tisha and they damn kids, okay, these unwanted people, that's when they began to walk up, okay? Child, uh-uh. Here come Tisha. Mel, that's my first time seeing you with no braids. I ain't never seen you with no braids. <laughs> Melody had her little hat on, honey. I would have hit my damn face, honey. I would have hit my damn face. Like, child, this annoying-ass voice of Letitia Scott, honey. Oh, I ain't never seen you with no braids. They look cute. And Melody was like, yeah, girl, I don't ner- normally do braids, but I figure I would get my hair braided up. Yeah, you just look so cute. And I'm like, girl, they are basic braids, Letitia. This is how you know you're dealing with a fake-ass bitch. This bitch is fake. You know you don't like her. You don't need to overly compliment. And that's what fake-ass people do. They are trying to overly compliment you knowing damn well they don't like you okay girl bye and tisha why your damn hair wasn't done okay well you a slave though (laughs) you you have to ask your boss honey can you get your hair done honey okay marceau said honey not today and tomorrow don't look good either okay here go Martel. He's such a narcissist. He got to make this shit about him. Well, actually, the braids look really good on her. You know, uh, wink, wink. Uh, like I told y'all. I told y'all. And I'm going to keep telling y'all. Nigga. Nigga. Every time I see you, Martel, I see a nigga that cheated on his ex-wife. I see somebody that got slow slaw pregnant. Okay? Not once, but twice. And had a actual live baby with her. Yes, I'm going to keep recanting the damn story because it happened. Okay, like he doing like you niggas, y'all get so excited. Y'all beating ran your ex-wife, your ex-girlfriend out of gas. Y'all beating like tried to break her down, put her in lowest terms. Like, and then you still trying to flirt. Ain't no way you can't flirt with me after doing all that shit. Melody is a better woman than me. Okay, because I beat and buried his ass in that damn sand. Like, kids, come on, let's let's play sandcastle with daddy and let's take the sand and 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 you know bury him with it come on sugar mama okay (laughs) we can bury your daddy in his favorite shorts (laughs) melody says honey let me go change up real quick yeah because you don't want to get this fool excited he's excited Hookhead it takes to his confessional and says, well, I guess that, uh, male, uh, you know, she says these type of things because that's, you know, what, uh, what, uh, keeps her in a safe, uh, place. Uh, 
you disrespected her, okay, by having that affair with that woman, man, whatever the fuck that was, that squirrel face looking woman, okay, you did that, you invited two niggas that she don't like on this trip, and your ass was barely invited, you ain't paid for shit, and you bring their children, okay, on this trip too, okay, so you got a lot of nerve, it's called having boundaries, and I'm gonna tell y'all this, I done told you once, I done told you twice, next time, honey, Miss Robinson ain't gonna be so nice, narcissists, they don't respect boundaries, they feel like, yeah, but, but, yeah, and, and, yeah, but I still, no, okay, hell no, hell no, to the no, 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 it ain't no, she's trying to, you know, be in a safe place, because, you know, she's throwing jabs at you, she's setting boundaries, like, nigga, we ain't never getting back together, and that's how Mary had a little lamb, and we all know Mary had that damn lamb, okay, so, like, she's trying to let you know that, hey, let that go, okay, but he has no boundaries, even if you're still calling her Martell, and telling her or asking her when she's going to marry you. And Melody, girl, we didn't even need to hear that. We, I really, because I don't feel like he really means it. So I don't even want to hear it. I don't want to hear that regurgitated bullshit that he feel like telling you because today's Wednesday and it's 7 p.m. Like, child, no, I don't need to hear nothing about it. He's such a narcissist. He makes Melody getting those braids all about him. Well, she went and took my daughter to get her hair braided and she knew I liked that style. So that's why she got them. No, she got them because that's what black women mostly get when we go on vacation and we go be in some water. Okay. It has nothing to do with you. Okay. Like it's the audacity, you guys. Child. <laughs> Tisha tells Martell's mom, yeah, you on grandma duty. <laughs> and Martell's drunk ass mother. Yeah, baby, because you know, you know, you know, once I get started, why do it look like this bitch? All she drink is cheap liquor. Okay, cheap beer. Okay, just child. <laughs> Probably got some of Martell's incest wine, honey, in her, uh, in her bag okay how you doing <laughs> did y'all see martel he tried no that wasn't martel marceau was he grabbing on little tank's head nigga you barely be wanting to spend time with your own son don't be touching on little tank Melody, honey, in her confessional, being nicer than a motherfucker, okay? Because Miss Robinson wouldn't be able to hold her tongue. She said, honey, my mood, honey, it did changed up a little bit, you know, because I'm around the Scots, and I just feel disrespected slightly. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Say what? Say what? Uh-uh. You don't feel disrespected slightly. You feel disrespected, Okay? You feel big disrespected, Melody, okay? In a big way. This is a big betrayal. He shouldn't have did this. And then he go tell uh, 
he didn't tell Melody, but I caught his ass in his confessional. She got to learn to get over stuff. That's a manipulation tactic where you got to let stuff go. You got to learn to be cordial. I ain't got to do shit when I'm on vacation and you decide to invite niggas that I don't like on the trip. I ain't got to do a motherfucking thing, but eat shit, breathe and die. I ain't got to do nothing. Okay. So yeah, he's crazy crazy melody girl i'm so glad though she she held her composure i am you got because y'all know melody she a clown right she will get folks together but she really held it together melody says that she feels like martel made a decision for himself and felt like you know everybody should be good with it yeah that's the same thing he did in a marriage Okay, blame you for him cheating and sticking his dick in a, you know, and whatever that was, honey. Okay, from the first floor, honey. Okay, child, dick and kill. It's just so good that she y'all here with y'all family, and she just a smiling because she likes all of this. And I want to do more videos on women like Letitia, you guys, because a lot of you all don't know how evil she is. But like I said, when you are dealing with somebody that is jealous of you, when you are dealing with somebody that's narcissistic, codependent, or just flat out toxic, they just have little ways of showing themselves. Okay, but she, yeah, you know, this the hoax, and these are the hoax I want. Girl, shut up, shit. You wasn't even invited, okay? Your nigga didn't even invite you on that trip to Africa, okay? Quiet is kept. That's where the hell y'all should have been vacationing, okay? Here go Martel. Yeah, you know, uh, it's pretty major, pretty major. Now, mind you, he's a narcissist and codependent. Okay, Miss Codependent, she ain't got her own brain. Yeah, you know, it's pretty nice. <laughs> oh my God, Mama Hold is here too. If Miss Van coming too, yeah, Miss Van, I hope she would cuss your ass out. I guess Tisha and them will be gone by then, but I would love for, didn't Miss Van say she was going to uh, check Tisha? I, I would love for her to check her. This the Mel and Martell we used to. <laughs> yeah, uh, divorced. Okay, nigga that had a baby with a side chick. You love all of this. Okay, drama, chaos, and confusion. You love that the family broke up. Uh, what you don't love is Melody cut your ass off because you were never a friend. Okay, I told y'all she loves, you know, all the drama with the hoax and the, and I don't feel like Tisha was really happy for them. I feel like it was a facade. It was a performance. Um, and I feel like what she ended up saying about Melody, and I'm gonna get to that once, you know, they show that. It said a lot about her character because that's actually something that she does. It's so funny when people try to call you out for certain behavior and they do it too. That shit is crazy to me. So Melody Steady minding her own business, right? Eating her watermelon. Anybody that knows Melody knows, honey, she love her watermelon. And that damn Martell and Tisha, they are just steady, you know 
playing the tennis game, the Venus and Serena. They they got to keep making fun of the situation, making comments. Marceau was kind of quiet until he jumped in and started saying stupid shit, too. I was like, child, it couldn't be me. Melody is irritated in her confessional. She's saying that they keep trying to push a narrative that doesn't fit. Yeah, it was very disingenuous. It was very like making fun of. Um, it's a good thing that, you know, they are able to be in the same place at the same time with the children. That is good. But him inviting Letitia and Marceau, that was like minus 80,000 points. Okay. And this is the same shit, guys, that I used to go through with my child's father. Like he would do something good. We would be getting along good. I'm not lying. This has happened several times throughout uh, 30 years because I stopped uh, fooling with him, honey. I ain't got the patience. Okay. But yeah, just act cool for a little bit and then let me do some snake shit. Act cool for a little bit. Do some more snake shit. Yeah. So, mm-mm. Melody said, honey, this ain't like the old days and I ain't even trying to have it be like the old days. I know because it was it was phony. It was phony. You was not in a in a marriage where you were loved and cherished and protected. And your husband, he didn't have any loyalty to you. Like for him to do what he did to her, no loyalty. No. Melody maintains that this whole trip was for the kids, okay? And she's getting irritated with Marceau and Tisha and Martel. <laughs> Marceau starts up, yeah, you know, it, it is nice seeing y'all together after all these years. And, you know, y'all went through what y'all went through and y'all still could come together for the kids, honey. The whole fucking episode should be for the kids, okay? Let's do it for the kids, okay? Let's abandon and neglect Melody's boundaries, honey, for the kids. Because after all, everything is about the damn kids, okay? Hell no, wouldn't be me. People are manipulative with children. And I heard it all that day, you guys. I know some of y'all rolling your eyes, sucking your teeth, saying, Miss Robinson, you need to let that go. But the, the, the main theme of that story was, guys, but it's for the kids. And you got a daughter that's um, her daughter's age. I, I told my mother, I looked her dead in her motherfucking eye. I said, I don't give a fuck about that. Damn, you're cold-hearted gaslighting me, right? In front of everybody. That's what people do, guys. So don't do no shit for no kids. Protect your space. Protect your peace. And don't be around people that don't wish you well. Because when people are bad, they're going to continue to be bad. Don't I know it? Martel asks Tisha and Marceau, uh, what's the rest of y'all trip looking like? And they began saying they're going to get on some boats. I'm like, I wish you motherfuckers would get on them and sail the hell away. Okay. <laughs> oh, I guess they did hang out with the children because y'all know Marceau don't like to do that. But yeah, he want to be all up in Hookhead's business with his kids. Okay. Make it make sense. But I guess they didn't already been out on the boats. It's a damn shame that... Letitia has to ask Hookheaded to take her son fishing with Little Tank. That like the fact that your husband cannot facilitate that, and you married him, and you didn't been with him for over sixteen years. 
Okay, child, if getting married was just a piece of paper, honey, it would be Tisha and Marceau. Tisha said, that's why we had loved ones and different people helping out, you know, with our kid. Girl, shut up. Melody says, honey, Martel don't believe in that. No, he don't want other people watching the children because he's a narcissist and he wants you to be stuck with those children. He doesn't want you to go out here work, working and dating. That was a big thing with my daughter's father. Um, he didn't want me moving on. It was, oh, he would like cancel at the last minute, guys. That's why I go so hard, guys, on this channel because y'all got to understand what, I, what a sister didn't been through. That's why I be trying to tell y'all I know all these games honey okay know them all too well and Miss Robinson stop playing the motherfuckers oh yeah <laughs> I don't like that Letitia felt the need to advocate for Martell and say oh Martell believes in that bitch are you married to him are you divorced from him how do you know okay we didn't see him say several times on his own lives that he don't want Melody's brother, her gay brother, watching their children, him or his husband. Okay, which is all the more reason why they should have been invited on the trip. And Melody, if you are ever with this fool again, you better invite a last minute guest that makes him feel uncomfortable because they got to understand how you feel. They do. It ain't being petty. It ain't just tit for tat. People have to understand how they made you feel. Okay? Melody took to her confessional to, you know, talk about how Martell needs, you know, control over her and the children. It is control. And this is another thing I keep trying to reiterate to you guys I think a lot of men even the men that think that they are good men I think that they look at love and relationships as control it's one big control fest if I can say anything about all of the relationships I've been in at some point the men thought that well I'm the man and I got the right to try to control don't you try to control a motherfucking thing and the minute they thought they had it honey uh they lost it okay fucking with me okay so child I when I tell you I don't play these games okay I play other games <laughs> I'll make your ass not want to play no games no more. Okay. Martell, I would get his ass together. He would be easy to get together, honey. Okay. And I would have had all types of liquor, honey, for Mama Hope, because you know the bitch ain't nothing but a lush. Okay. You ain't heard it, honey, <laughs> from Miss Robinson, though. Okay. How you doing? So Marceau and Tisha began making a mockery out of Martell and Melody you know, getting along or whatever. Um, and they had that little, you know, that little stint where Melody felt like, you know, Martell is controlling and he don't believe in a village, just, you know, Martell's village, right? So it didn't get too uncomfortable. You could tell there was some tension there, but for the, for the Scots to sit up there and be laughing at that, because that's the Martell and Melody that they want to see the parts of them that don't get along and you know let's go start fighting and arguing and because I noticed that on this whole freaking episode how they kept saying well how did y'all get to this place 
it wasn't this the motherfucking goal? Okay, why would you keep asking them that? It's like they didn't really want them coming together. Like, you gotta wonder about that, guys. You know, like, isn't, like, when they were fighting, y'all felt uncomfortable with that, and now that they're getting along, you feel uncomfortable with that, so you want to keep saying little shit to get shit started. I've seen both of them doing that. Marceau and Tisha. Well, what are the trigger words? Oh, the past... Watching kids, family, yeah. Child, I was like, y'all need to sit down. Letitia, what can we talk about then? How about you keep your damn mouth shut? Tisha gets to saying, well, you on vacation. You know, you need to have some fun. Martell throws Melody under the bus and says, well, y'all got to get to going because Mel, you know, I don't really think she feeling y'all being here. That's what a narcissist does. He knew. He knew how this would make her feel. And this is what they do. Like narcissists, guys, this is why they are such dangerous people, because they will make fun of the fact that they know you don't like certain people and then they'll tell those people just like what he did. They He didn't need to tell the Scots that Melody wasn't feeling them. Hell, hopefully they can feel the damn vibe. OK. And here go Tisha. Oh, man, don't want us here. Bitch, you know she don't want you here. Stop acting stupid. Melody says with a smile, this is the kids' family vacation. <laughs> now, look, now she doing it, the kids. But it really is, though. This is their vacation. They don't want to see the Scots and their fake-ass uh, toxic marriage. Okay. It's fake. It's phony. It's felonious. We're done. Martell says, well, hook headed. Okay. Yeah, this is my favorite. Uh, this is my vacation too. This is, this is all our vacation. Let's just have a good time. Melody brings up, they had fun doing the go-karts. Here go Tisha. Just y'all too? She was like, no, that's what Melody said. Everybody did. See, it's, it's that shit like that. You guys, it's that shit. And let me say this, when you have toxic people and they are not invited around you, and I keep thinking back to that party, those children ended up ruining that whole day for my daughter. Like when I tell you they destroyed that damn party was knocking shit all off the tables, you know, cause they ghetto and untrained and you know, they ain't got no mammy, honey. They really care for them. <laughs> they could get them and their behavior together. But I'm just kind of looking at that with Marceau and Tisha. Like they, to me, they knew that they were unwanted there by Melody. But it's like, well, let's say this. Well, let me say that. Well, let me kind of throw this dagger. Well, let me, uh-uh. Like when I tell y'all I couldn't have did it. And I know some of y'all would be like, well, they wasn't saying nothing too bad. I, I was catching the shade. Were you all? Marceau leans into Tisha. Oh, I think that was a buzzword, babe. And she, <laughs> knowing damn, look, knowing damn well ain't shit funny, okay? And Marceau says, well, we're not going to insinuate, you know, that it was just those two riding the, uh, it was the golf carts, right? And Melody said, yeah, we're not going to insinuate because it's not factual. So uh, Hookheaded looks over at Mel with, you know, like a sad face. Well, it, it don't even matter, Mel. 
I know you of all people don't feel unhappy on this trip. You, uh, you was barely invited on and you invited people I don't even like. Not you unhappy. Okay. Child, if you don't get out of here, hook headed. So Tisha says, oh, poor Martell. Ain't no poor Martell. Shit. Child. Oh, so male identify always on the man's side girl ain't that shit exhausting okay and here go marceau that's that's the problem you know when you get two go-getters together uh there's only one go-getter the only go-getter that martel was was going to go get slow slaw (laughs) okay that's all he went that's all he went to go and get, honey. Did he go and get that builder's license that you was clowning him on? Why you didn't make them type of jokes, big toenail head? Because y'all know he liked to throw Martell under the bus, too. Yeah. So these damn Scots, Martell, are not your friends. When the hell you gonna wake up? So Melody brought up that Tank drove and did a good job. I guess he uh, drove the little golf cart, so did Mariah. And then Marceau was like, well, who, being messy, right? Well, who does uh, Mariah drive like? Martel points at Melody and they start laughing. Marceau asks um, Melody and Martel, who was the better driver out of you two? And Melody points at Martel. I bet he is a good driver, okay? Always driving to go get somebody else's coochie, honey. But you you ain't heard it. <laughs> you ain't heard it from Miss Robinson, baby. Melody says, honey, let's make this into a game. Keep asking us questions and then we'll just point. I was like, I got a pointer. How about we point the Scots to the motherfucking door, okay? I would have pointed at the door and they would have been like, brand new, why you pointing over there? Because I want you motherfuckers to leave adios amigos goodbye (laughs) so they turn their chairs back to back i thought that this game was very funny and it was interesting because both melody and martel both got answered the questions the same and they are more in tune with each other than marceau and tisha did y'all notice that First question, who's the better cook? They both point at male. Who's the better cleaner? Male points at Martel. Martel points at himself. I knew that bitch had some Martha Stewart, honey, up in him. Them Martha Stewart niggas, I done had a few of them, and I don't really care for them types. Of course, I want a man that knows how to clean, but I feel like when men dominate things around the house, like those type of men, they feel like that's all they have to do. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I clean. I, I had this boyfriend a long time ago. Yeah, I clean better than you. And I do you want a trophy or a cookie, motherfucker? Like, it, that is so bitch made. Like, come on. And I'm not saying that's a woman's work, but damn, I'm I'm not going to fall all over the damn place because your ass know how to use a broom and some spick and span. Like, that's basic basic nigga shit okay basic but these niggas today they want you to clap and throw a whole fucking parade because they know how to clean something okay make it make sense who can do the girl's hair the best they point at melody they ask who's the fun parent they both put their hands in the same positions like i don't know because that could be either or that was a dumb question to me everybody considers you know themselves to be fun right 
Next question that should have been the last. Who loved the hardest? Martel puts his hands up. No, the question should have been, who is willing to break up the whole fucking marriage? Who, who is the one that loves to leave the person that they're with in a puddle of, folk, of fucking broken promises and dreams and tears? And Martel should have had his motherfucking hands, feet, dick armpits up in the sky he should have been he should have doubled down on it for that okay you are not loving sir at all and melody looked around like child bye with this game okay she didn't point at martel rightfully so he's not loving and he doesn't like this is what i'm talking about guys a lot of these men they think they are these good people martel probably still feels he's a good guy he's not a good man not doing all of that uh-uh oh my god y'all did good y'all did so good oh my god and then melody and martel have the scots get in them chairs and i'm like child now we know damn well neither one of these two are on the same page first question who spend the most time with the kids i think everybody at home began pointing at tisha because we know th that marceau said that those are tisha's kids and he just so happens to be their dad okay they ask who's the better cook it's marceau i thought marceau barely and rarely cooked for the children and tisha points at him he points at himself i'm i was confused Martel said who cooked the most because Martel knew that these two weren't fooling nobody and uh Marceau pointed at Tisha and Martel and Melody began cracking up yeah because they see the cracks in y'all fucked up marriage and it doesn't matter if you motherfuckers are still together matter of fact let's take the time out to do a little P PSA honey on the brand new 715 channel just because you have been in a relationship or marriage for over 10 plus years that don't mean it is healthy that doesn't mean it's productive that doesn't mean it is fair that doesn't mean it's based off of love because some people honey they be thinking well you know them people been together for over 10 plus years so they must really love child all you need is a narcissist and a codependent who ain't got their own brain okay dun, 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 dun. Martel asks who reads to the kids at night and Tisha says uh MJ why you got your son doing your work because oh you you too tired from being a slave honey okay that's a damn shame Martel was rolling his eyes and sucking his teeth and so was I and so was Melody because even though the Scots have been married longer they never uh was on the Holtz level as far as you know, taking care of the kids. We can say what we want about Martel, but Martel spends time with the kids. It looks like he enjoys it. Uh, well, that's what it looks like, right? <laughs> but to me, he looks like a much better father, I'm not gonna lie, than Marceau, okay? 
So that's one thing that these Scots, they never was like on the hoax level. Because I remember when I started watching this show, I would like be like, wow, I really like Melody and Martell's dynamic, you know, with their children and, you know, how they do all this stuff with their kids. And it just, with Tisha and Marceau, it just always looked like, yeah, them Tisha kids and Marceau is just the daddy, honey, that don't want to spend no time with them, okay? Melody asked, who gets MJ's haircut? And they both point at Tisha. That's a shame. You can't even take your damn son to get his damn haircut, Marceau. You are a bad father. And Martel was shocked. But I don't know why y'all shocked. I think that the Holtz know that, you know, they know the weaknesses in this, you know, in this couple's marriage. They know that these people are like, you know, they not really a family like that, okay? Just because you together don't make you a family, okay? Where everybody is, you know, helping out everybody, okay? Martell said, where did that one come from, Mel? Uh, Melody, no. Melody has watched y'all marriage through the years. She know that Marceau is just there to be pleased and Tisha do all the damn work. Okay, and you know it too, hook-headed. So Melody asks, which parent does the children like to be around the most? And they both point at Marceau. Child, bye. Them kids don't like Marceau like that, okay? Melody yells out, oh yeah, the one that don't do shit. That's right, don't do a motherfucking thing, but some kids want to be around his ass, which is more the reason, honey, why Miss Robinson don't believe it, but... I'm just saying. Child, Martell told Tisha, girl, you everything. Yeah, you wish you had a, a woman like that that did every damn thing you told him to do, huh? Mm-hmm. And I believe you guys, I'm gonna try to find the episode, but I believe I heard Martell saying that, like, oh, I need to run my marriage more like how Marceau runs his marriage. I believe I heard him saying that. Child, bye. So I believe Marceau asks, is there any more games? And then I think uh, Melody said, well, I believe it's a pool table upstairs. So Marceau and Martel, they're going to uh, play pool. And then I believe that's when Melody and Tisha, they have their talk. So next, honey, we got Maurice and Kimmy. Kimmy decides to cut off, you know, most of her hair. Kimmy, you got some long ass hair and I get you want to, you know, beat the process, honey. Okay. You, you don't want to wake up and all your hair is all on the damn ground, but honey, Miss Robinson would have had to let that happen. Okay, all that good hair, honey, Kimmy was cutting off. Miss Robinson was like, see, damn, look, I wanted some of Kimmy's hair. It, it look all long, you guys, and like, she got some thick hair, but everybody kept trying to, you know, convince her it's going to grow back, okay? And I believe, you know, it'll grow back, but I felt bad for her, you guys, felt bad that, I don't know. She's, you know, going through this whole cancer treatment process. I feel bad for that. I feel bad that, you know, she had to cut her hair. Um, she still looked good. Looked like the lady put a little S curl up in it. She ended up looking cute. Maurice was very supportive. Um, this is the bad part about all of this, right? Maurice is handling all of this well, I feel, but it's really a shame 
that it took Kimmy getting breast cancer for Maurice to be so loving and attentive and emotional and in the moment with Kimmy. Like, it, it's sad because right before this, it was, well, I, I, you know, I should get sex every day and everything should, you know, be all about me. Like, it shouldn't take a life or death situation for you to behave this way to your woman. And that's that's why, you guys, I feel like a lot of men are out of touch, especially on this show, with how they treat their women. And I'm trying to figure out how would Marceau begin to treat Tisha, like if she got the same fate that Kimmy got. And I'm not trying to wish that on her, but I just wonder, would there be a drastic change in Big Tonal? Big toenail heads behavior, honey. I just wonder. Okay, things that make you go, uh, okay, like, mm, what, what would happen? But it shouldn't take this. But this is a representation of what I feel of what happens in the black community in black male and female relationships. Is this everybody? No. Some men are always kind and loving and, you know, to their women or... I'm sure everybody has hardships in their relationships, right? But I don't know. I it it just I don't know. I just was looking at Maurice like, why did it take this? You know? And then on on the same token, it's like I'm happy that he he was kissing on her as, you know, she's getting her hair cut and um you know, he kept like embracing her and hugging her and giving her that emotional support that she needs during this time. Like, I don't get me wrong, guys. I was happy, but I was like, damn, it just shouldn't have took this situation. So I just hope that Carlos King asks the right questions, honey, when we get down to that reunion. I just really hope he, you know, asks the right questions. Maurice also, I guess, shaved like the back of Kimmy's head. I guess he was a barber. Um, I didn't really like the story of how they got together. I guess she found him on Facebook, found out he was a barber. And then he came by her house to cut um, Kimmy's son's hair. And then I guess she began asking him all these questions. And it's just like... Yeah, something about that story, it don't seem right. It just, I don't know. It's something about the story, honey. Miss Robert, Robinson was like, say what now? It was you that pursued him and no. No wonder this marriage was going the way it was going, honey, before you got this news. No wonder. Because you were the pursuer, Kimmy. Okay child like make it like that story didn't that story have you thinking like well shit was Kiowa right like what the what say look say what now okay and Kimmy the way you told the story made it look like yeah you know he could cut hair but I'm gonna try to get with him and I'm gonna try like I don't know it just I don't know you guys Put your comments in the comment section about how you felt about that story about how Kimmy, you know, 
met Maurice and had him come cut her son's hair and just let me know how you feel about it. Did it sound sketchy? I like the little montage that they played of Maurice and Kimmy throughout the years and how when, you know, Kimmy had her hair and, you know, I just, I, I did like all of that. Um, Maurice said something powerful though. He said, Kimmy is not her hair and Kimmy is not breast cancer. You know, he is falling more in love with her each and every day, just, you know, due to her spirit. I will say this about Kimmy because I actually know somebody with her same uh, birthday, February 5th. And when I tell you that person is so fun, you guys, to be around such a awesome spirit. And y'all know that says a lot, honey, coming from Miss Robinson, because Miss Robinson can get annoyed easily. But when I tell you, when I spend time with that particular individual, it's always laughing, smiling, jokes, just just a wonderful spirit. So hopefully Kimmy is a lot like that person, honey. And I will be doing a, a birthday reading on Kimmy. Is it me, honey, or does those love and marriage DC uh, little trailer clips, honey? Well, it wasn't even no trailer, but they keep showing that the show is coming back in January. Y'all know Monique Samuels has quit, but it just looked funny. It just looked weird. It's like, damn, Monique, you done messed up the damn show. Okay, like shame on you. So we see Big Toenail Head and Hook Headed playing pool and Big Toenail Head, honey, says the trip that he took to Africa all by himself just gave him, you know, more time on, you know, how to approach different things, honey, in his life. I'm like, I bet you it did give you more time, more time by yourself, honey, away from your wife and your kids. But okay. Marceau says he just, you know, has been you know, taking the time to come at things with a different approach, I guess, in terms of uh, his marriage and his kids and even business. Marceau says, let's address the elephant in the room. Like, how did you all get here? Okay. And uh, Martel says to where? And then Marceau says to this good space. Aren't you happy that they are in this space? So why do we need to keep questioning it? Okay. Like him and his wife, honey, was getting on my damn nerves with that. Marceau brought up the fact of how Melody and Martel was arguing a lot when they was out in Vegas. And, and they was, they was, you know, doing a whole bunch Martel says he feels like Melody got the time that she needed to go through all the pain. Yeah, all the pain that you put her through. Absolutely, honey. Look, in the words of Melody Cherie, absolutely. I love it when Melody says that, honey. Okay, I'll be like, yes, girl. Martel says he didn't took his time, too, to go through his pain. Yeah, of you losing jobs, of you still not having your damn builder's license, okay? Oh, hustling hustling backwards ass nigga okay you are the one to put the family through all the pain okay and when you own that hook headed i think we all you know we all could see you in a new light but no of course not Martel says divorce for them was tough, but you know we did have a good life together so why did you ruin it Y'all didn't have no good life together. And if y'all notice, it is Martell 
that has caused the most hurt and pain, okay, has brought all of that to their family. It, you know, had their marriage end in a divorce. You, you constantly see the person that is the cause of all of this chaos and drama. He's the one that misses the family the most. When you go and hear from Melody, y'all heard her say on the episode, oh, I don't take a look down uh, memory lane. I don't think of the old times. I don't I don't reminisce. Ain't no reason for me to do that. I'm happy to have all my children. It's just funny. Do y'all ever pay attention to that? Because that says a lot. And it's always, to me, in my opinion, like the men that have destroyed their families, they are the ones that the divorce affected, you know, the most. But you you was the damn cause, okay? Martell says, yeah, to see the whole dynamic of the family shift and change, you know, that, that hurt the most. It's the pain that you cause, nigga. Melody asks, Tisha, uh, how long y'all gonna be in Florida? Oh, well, today is the wrap-up day. And, you know, we gonna be leaving out tomorrow. We gonna drive back tomorrow. She was asking you that, like, bitch, I'm ready for you to go now. Okay? I would have been put Tisha out. Like, girl, look at the sky. Ain't it so pretty? I would have closed the fucking door. Bye, bitch. Goodbye. Okay? <laughs> I know. I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on uh my shade, honey. But it ain't shade. It's true. You know, get the fuck on. Okay? I have opened a door for somebody. Let their ass out and close that motherfucker. I did. Because I can't do the, do the devil for uh too long. Honey, you know Miss Robinson is one of God's children. How you doing? Tisha says, I, I'm assuming that everything is going good. I don't like that type of talk because to me it's cold for bitch. Why? Why isn't there a whole bunch of drama and chaos going on? Okay. Her and big toenail head. Okay. But yeah, Melody was like, yeah, ain't no issues. Only, you know, you motherfuckers being, you know, invited at the last minute. But, you know, I've had to get over that. Okay. <laughs> Tisha. Is that what you had expected, you know, for everything to go smooth? Melody says, yeah, that's, that's what I hope for. Yeah, hope. You better put that in there because, honey, hook-headed honey had other plans, honey. So what made you invite uh, Martell on a trip with you guys? I just feel like you, you got to get to that place, you know, where, where you are uh, mentally and, you know, strong enough, you know, you know, it, it took a lot of time for uh, me and Martell to, you know, get to this place. Melody gets to telling Letitia a lot of people, you know, was putting, I guess, pressure on her to to already have uh, been in that place with Martell to take trips and do things with the kids. But Melody said, honey, she didn't let nobody pressure her. She had to naturally get to this place. And that's the best way to do it, Melody, because only you know what you're going through. And trust me, honey, only you care. A lot of people don't give a damn, okay, about your well-being. But you got to make sure you care. Letitia says... Yeah, you know, that's a good place to be in, though, because, you know, you got control over yourself and don't nobody else got the control. 
Here go Melody. Absolutely. I told you I love it. I love it. Come on, Melody. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Melody says, you know, as it pertains to 2022, honey, you know, I'm not looking back in the past and I understood why, honey, I had to get a divorce and, you know, walk away. And I, I'm in a good place. Okay. I don't regret doing that. I'm like, I know you don't. Cause see, when you are dealing with a narcissist, they, um, they have you going through a lot of pain and confusion, a lot of triangulation. They are blaming you for things and why you can't do this like this person or why you ain't doing this. You are like on this hamster wheel. You are spinning, honey. Okay. Like a car that's stuck in some mud, honey. So, you know, Melody is happy to be out of that place. Okay. Away from this devil. Okay. Marceau asks, Hookheaded, are you doing anything different? Hookheaded says he really has accepted all the things that he has did in the past. Yeah, you've accepted them, but have you taken responsibility and accountability for them? Okay, because to me, Martel, you be bringing up the past too much. Oh, look at the pictures of when we was together and motherfucker, who cares about those pictures? If you were cheating for most of the time, we weren't married. Okay, make it make sense. Martel says he feels more like Melody probably checked out of the marriage a long time ago, you know, because of something I was doing. Martel says at first he was pointing the finger at her. Yeah, and you still blame her, okay? You putting on a good show right now, a good performance, but honey, your stripes have not changed, okay? You still the same nigga, okay? The fact that you invited these two uninvited motherfuckers on this trip, yeah, you still, you ain't changed too much, okay? I was trying to give your narrow ass the benefit of the doubt, but now Miss Robinson knows, honey, she only can give you the doubt. Martel brings up that famous clip, honey, and I'm like, why the hell y'all didn't play it? Where he began telling Marceau, yeah, you know, at first I thought it was because she wasn't cooking or taking care of me sexually and she wasn't doing this and... You're dealing with a fucking narcissist. Nothing you say or do will ever be good enough, okay? Because for everything you do, and even if you work for a narcissist, and um, honey, I've experienced that too. You, you know, start out doing a whole bunch of shit. They put even more on your plate and more because they think that you are this slave that doesn't have any feelings, okay? Martel says, now I'm, you know taking a look back at things and I'm realizing, well, she probably denied me sexually, probably because of certain things that I, I was doing to her. You think, motherfucker? Okay. So Martel says, well, to this day, I still need to ask her, you know, why, uh, I, first off, I feel like you need to let this shit go. Y'all are divorced and y'all are not getting back together. So you need to quit. Okay. You really need to stop. And we see that's what's going to come up on the next episode. He going to be asking her, well, why didn't you cook? Or why didn't you do this? You are a narcissist, okay? 
You didn't know how to communicate with your wife. You refuse. You have a very narcissistic entitled attitude. You feel like somebody owes you something. And a lot of people, it's unfortunate, you guys, but I'm starting to think like one out of three or four people is a narcissist. I, I really do think a lot of people have a personality disorder that they don't know about. I can tell. I, when I tell y'all, I'm not being funny at all, but I can just tell because there are so many people, uh, that feel entitled to your life. Not, not only the men you sleep with, but a, a neighbor can feel entitled to your life. I didn't work with people guys that felt like they was entitled to my life. They are entitled because they are in close proximity to me. They are entitled to my life. I owe them. And so that's what I'm saying with this show. A lot of these men are married and they are entitled. Maurice was entitled because he felt like Kimmy should have all this sex with him, right? Because she's my wife. You see Marceau and how Tisha runs the household and runs everything, the businesses. They use her credit for stuff, but he feels entitled to have her do everything that he want her to do. Okay, there is this, you owe me, you belong to me, you owe me is based on fear It's based on control and it is not love. Okay, and I want to talk more about that on this channel. Hookhead, it says in his confessional that he wished he would have gave his marriage more time before he started cheating and divorce wasn't an option. It wasn't an option, Martell, because of Melody. It it was an it wasn't an option because a lot of you men really feel entitled. Like I keep trying to tell y'all, y'all feel like, oh, well, we're married and, you know, I don't want to lose my wife or my family. And I, I still feel entitled to sleep with other women, which is I'm pretty sure what you was doing in the marriage. And you would rather sleep with everybody than just, you know, your wife. So to me, he's still not really being honest. He's not. I think all of this is a performance to try to maybe try to get Melody back. I don't know how you're going to do that when she is done with you. When Because what men have to understand is once a woman goes through a lot of hurt, pain, and rejection with you arrested, development, uh, motherfuckers. Okay, I'm trying to keep it cute. <laughs> Once we deal with a really childish, arrogant, narcissistic man, and he puts us through a lot of pain and hell and disrespect, we're not going back to that, right? Like when you triangulate your woman, when you cheat on your woman, when you sit up in a calm way and weaponize the things that your woman has told you are her vulnerabilities, like when you do shit like that, you are trying to chip away at that woman's self-esteem, self-respect. You are trying to put her in lowest terms and leave her in a puddle of tears, okay? And when you all do that, nobody's going back to that, Okay, there's heaven and there's hell. Ain't nobody going back to a, a burning house that's on fire. 
Okay, nobody wants to deal with that. That's not love. And I think a lot of black men, I'm being honest, guys. I think a lot of you all think that love is pain. Love is disrespect. Oh, you know, I I didn't really cheat. I, I didn't really do that. Yes, you did it. Like once y'all do these evil, nefarious acts, there's no there's no coming back from that. I'm sorry. There's no, you know, like it's it it it, it can't be forgiven. It's a wrap, nigga. Let it go. Okay? She ain't coming back to you. Ain't nobody gonna be going through all this peace and joy and love and patience, kindness. Look, the fruits of the spirit, honey. Ain't nobody gonna be living a best life and then get back over here with your selfish, narcissistic, arrested development having ass. Ain't nobody going back to you? Uh-uh. Marceau says he feels like maybe wives, uh, wives have less sex and you're just not going to get it to the point of when you were dating. Like I said, I don't think the, the, the complete issue with Melody and Martell was the sex part. I, like I said, it's that word entitlement. Okay. And you was out of order, not just from for asking for more sex you was out of order with the disrespect you didn't have no loyalty for your wife you put another bitch on her level and i'm gonna tell you men once y'all do that and you come across a bitch like me all bets are off all fucking bets are off i have sat with men that have said shit to me you guys in a calm way and all i got to thinking was i bet i call reggie tonight i bet i call dominic tonight i bet like i when i tell you i instantly fucking move on okay miss robinson will always do her so once you disrespect me in a certain way, bring up another bitch and you try to, oh, well, I'm just going to say this. La, la, la. You on your EZL shit? You better, uh, <laughs> you better realize who the fuck you dealing with. Because I don't play that shit. I'm not like the rest of these bitches. I don't do the fussing, the arguing. I don't do that. Okay? I'm going to do something else. <laughs> I'm gonna find your replacement nigga and you ain't gonna know shit about it okay <laughs> cause I don't do that disrespect I am smart enough to know that I know what you niggas do y'all say shit because guess what it goes back to that word control I want to control her self esteem I have such poor self-esteem i want to try to control her so let me have her compete with another woman let me throw that shit in her face let me say this to her let me say that and i'll say in a calm way i i, I didn't go upside her head i'm not never waiting for that never i know your intentions towards me by how you speak to me and the shit that you say to me, and you could be saying in a, in a very calm manner. I've had many a men do that covert shit. Well, let me say it. I'm not yelling. I'm not, I didn't put my hands on her, but you were still out of order and emotionally violent. Okay. 
Ladies, we got to start calling that shit out. Some people are still emotionally violent towards you. Don't you dare wait for a man to disrespect you. He's emotionally violent when he throws your traumas in your face. He throws any insecurity that you may share with him. He weaponize it, throws it in your face. I'm serious. And a lot of you men, y'all do that shit. And then, well, I apologize. Listen, once you say and do certain shit, ain't no coming back from it. So don't even do it. This is how I know that Marceau is delusional because he goes saying his confessional or matter of fact, I think he said it to Martel. Oh, well, um, you know, you're just very accountable and, you know, I see a lot of growth in you. I'm sorry, guys. I don't see no growth. Not like that. Like, I think he has managed to work on his temper and not get so upset. I think he, and sometimes guys, these narcissists, they are good at putting on a mask and being nice, you know, one day, and then they'll be the fucking devil that they really are the next day. And then they'll do and say little sneaky shit behind your back. Like you gotta be integral. You have to have integrity. You gotta be one person, not 10 motherfuckers wrapped into one. You gotta be one person. And your heart and your head, it has to match up. And I just don't feel that way about Martel. I don't really see all that growth. Because if you really grew, you would not have violated Melody's boundaries by inviting two motherfuckers that you know don't really like her. Okay, well, at least the husband, I know he want to, <laughs> I know he probably want to sleep with Melody, honey. Okay, yeah, because I told y'all, Marceau love him some Melody, honey, okay? But yeah, uh, Tisha, she don't like Melody, and you knew that, Martell, and you violated her. I don't give a damn if y'all all are getting along. She still was in that confessional saying shady stuff towards Melody, and you're still not protecting her. See, you're, you're still doing the same shit that you did within y'all marriage. And I'm going to tell y'all men something. When you don't protect a woman, she doesn't feel loved. We have to feel protection. I'm going to tell y'all something about one of my ex-boyfriends. And this is the first man I ever slept with. Um, and to this day, I told y'all that man still got my back and still is sweet and, and kind. But I'll never forget in the past, he stood up for me as it pertained to his father. And he checked his father. Don't you ever talk to her like that because his father had got little, you know, flippy at the mouth with me. When I tell you he checked the shit out of his father and he told me, don't nobody, ain't nobody go ever disrespect you when I'm around. And I was like, wow, like I never had nobody take up for me like that. And it's funny that was years ago, but I still remember that. And that really let me know that man loved me. Okay. Love me, got my back. So when I tell y'all, that's where it's at. You got to be loyal. You got to have your woman's back. Even, you know, like the mother of your kids, like have her back, be respectful towards her. Marceau, who still thinks all of this is about sex, says, oh, well, personally, I've never been denied in my marriage. Of course you haven't, because your wife is a slave and she do everything you want her to do. But I can see how that can make a man go crazy. I bet, giving this nigga excuses to cheat.
So Mel, like what steps did you have to take, you know, to get to the point where you at right now? Like, like step by step, like, like what did you have to do? And I'm like, bitch, why do you need to know? Shit, you need to go be getting your damn hair, uh, corn rolls. You need to be going to visit Kimmy. Like it's a whole bunch of productive shit you could be doing instead of being all up in these people business. I just had to, you know, take some time, Letitia, to, you know, spend a lot of time by myself and do some self-reflecting and, and, and uh, self-healing. And Tisha takes to her confessional. I hope that, you know, Mel having this a long time has helped her find the peace that she's been looking for. But I don't know. Mel is good at portraying what she wants you to see, says the woman that's in a relationship, a marriage of 16 years, and not a word from you. 16 years, and I didn't went to Africa without you, boo. Okay? <laughs> This is still the same woman of 16 years that had a picnic on a carpet, okay? Like, girl, you need to quit, Letitia. Okay, sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around males. It's the pot calling the motherfucking kettle black, okay? Well, she good at portraying. No, bitch, you're the actress because you will complain, 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 get down to the reunion and swear, okay, to everybody hating on your marriage. But meanwhile, you've been crying and in a puddle of tears talking to Dr. Francis on what you go do and you got to trick big toenail head into going into therapy. Girl, like, girl, you need to get it together. Oh, and Tisha double downs on what she says about Mel. And sometimes she's so good at, you know, fooling, you know, other people. You know, I think she fools herself a lot with this behavior. Girl, shut your ass up. Shut the fuck up and get back to work. Okay. If Melody will see this confessional, she'll drag your ass up out of it. And I know you got on red, bitch, because you ain't nothing but a devil. Okay, I see Miss Codependent. She ain't got her own brain. Martel and Marceau, they're still talking about Melody and Martel's former marriage, honey. Like, I'm like, let it go, Elsa, okay? But he gets to saying, well, I don't know, uh, you know, how much she knows how I regret, you know, what I put her through. I don't think you regret it. I just feel like it wouldn't have went that far. You wouldn't have ended up having no baby with that one. For you to double down on that raggedy ass behavior after your wife gave you chance after chance and you stomped on her motherfucking heart every step of the way. So, uh-uh. I don't think you regret it. I don't think you know the magnitude of the pain you put her through. And... You know, I think the stuff he's saying right now, you guys, it sounds nice, but I, I just don't think he really gets it. Narcissists, they are unable to empathize with you. They don't care about your feelings. They don't. Because why would you continuously inflict pain on this woman? You already did it in the marriage, okay? You did it after the divorce. You kept throwing that squirrel face looking halfway in her face. Um... 
you didn't invited these people on this damn trip. Okay. And you know, she don't care for like you keep disrespecting her boundaries. And then you, you go say to Marceau, well, I'm not trying to infringe upon her boundaries. You already have shit. The hell? Martel says he doesn't want Mel to think that he's trying to get her back. Well, why are you even talking like this? Okay. Why do you keep calling her and sending her pictures of you, her and the kids and how, how it was when y'all was a family child? Goodbye. Martel tells Marceau he wants to bring back the respect, you know, as it pertains to him and Melody. But Martel, it ain't no respect, if, sir, if you can't respect this lady's boundaries. Okay, so what you did on this trip, you can't do that no more. Marceau brings up the fact of, well, what's going to happen when you and Melody begin dating other people? Like, how are y'all going to deal with that? Martel says, well, I guess that's going to eventually happen. And as, as it pertains to Mel and I, we will have to talk about that. But I'm pretty sure she's going to have a good judge of character when she picks out the person that she's with. And I'm going to, you know, have a, you know, a good judgment of character myself. I said, shit, because the bitch you got pregnant ain't got no character. She ain't got no morals, no values, no scruples, no empathy. Is the bitch human? Okay, shit. <laughs> Where's that bitch soul at? Somebody located for him, for me, okay? Martel says whatever woman he chooses, honey, is going to be the ideal stepmom. I'm like, shit. <laughs> Sheree ain't trying to be no stepmom, honey, to them kids, okay? She a scammer herself. She is a few steps up from coleslaw, but she still is not genuine. So, child, bye. One thing that Big Toenail Head managed to get right, honey, throughout this episode, okay? He said he does not feel that Martel's temperament is going to be able to handle Melody dating somebody new. And I agree, because I already showed y'all uh or played y'all the clip of how they got into it and how she went out on that date and he was taking pictures of her and her date and questioning her and acting a fool yeah so yeah he ain't gonna be able to handle that Mel and Tisha, honey, they still talking and Melody brings up, you know, I got married so young and um, then I had my children. So I didn't really get that alone time. Tisha said that she got married at 24 and her whole life, you know, became about Marceau and the children. But I'm looking like Tisha, even though that's the case, that's still not your only problem. Okay. You need to take the time to focus on yourself within your marriage. You don't do that. Melody says if she was to have another baby with somebody, she go have to make them sign a damn contract. Tisha said, honey, that I guess she got some single friends. I guess they got babies and don't let the daddies keep the babies. And Tisha got the saying, well, I would let them kids go to their daddy and I would be living it up. And girl, you could be doing that now. All you got to do is lead the damn kids with his ass. Surprise his ass like he always surprising you. Okay, make it make sense. 
I love what Melody said in her relation in her uh confessional, not in her relationship, but she was talking about marriage and dating and she said she has dated since her and Martel have been divorced, but she says that her getting married is not something she needs to experience because she knows that a lot of times now people get married and it's just a piece of paper. And that's true. I think and we see that with the whole Portia and Simon and them getting married and like it just really can't mean nothing okay you got to have morals values and integrity honesty commitment like from both people you got to have a lot you know to make a marriage work to even make a relationship work and I'm so happy she is clear on that you guys Melody says, honey, she is open to love. And if God has another great love for her to experience, honey, she is open to that. Marceau asks Martel, what's the ideal situation for you and Melody as far as, you know, versus where y'all are at now? And Martel says he just wants to keep, you know, co-parenting with her, getting along for the sake of the kids. Okay, he wants the kids to know that they can overcome anything. Marceau, once again, I'm like, God damn, would y'all stop asking all these damn questions? I'm ready to be done with this review, honey. Okay, we had 71 minutes. God damn, Miss Robinson ready to have lunch. But here he go. Gotta bring in the doubt. What about Tank and Mariah? You know, they may get a little hope and want you guys to get back together. Martel was like, well, no, I don't think so. The kids, they understand divorce. Right. Damn. I don't think all kids want their parents together. They just don't want y'all fighting together okay but they know these two don't need to be together no more martel is still delusional as hell yeah you know i wish you know we would have always been able to communicate you know as well as we is right now and i'm pretty sure you know we all would still be a family and together under one roof once again, he must think the recipe for a loving relationship is just like the rest of you uh, niggas on the first floor. You think it, you know, consists of a whole bunch of pain and drama and chaos, confusion and a puddle of tears. OK, like you're delusional at this point. Ugh. Martel says he should have been a lot more patient with Melody, okay, instead of placing all those demands on her. But it's too late, baby. It's too late. You done already made a choice and chose a side. I was confused as to why they played that music and Martel was just sitting there. Like, I was like, can we just end the fucking show right now? Because I don't need to see this nigga and his delusions of grandeur. And then he gets up and leaves the confessional in a dramatic way. I'm like... <laughs> and the award for the best first floor nigga that you know of in a... <laughs> And a marriage that he messed up, honey. And the war goes to Mr. Martell, hook-headed Holtz. Okay, bravo, bravo. Child, bye. <laughs> all right, you guys, that's all Miss Robinson got to say. I done gave y'all 73 minutes of my time. Don't forget, guys, to like, comment, and subscribe. I am your girl, brand new. And I will check you guys out in the next video. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.